Think of a number. 17. No, think of a number. Oh. Wait a minute. Do it again. It's not over. Think, think of a number. Okay. Double it. Okay. Add six. Mm-hmm. Now divide it by half. Divide it by half? Yeah, by two. By half. Divide it in half. Okay. Okay. Then subtract the number you were, you originally thought of. Okay. The answer is three. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy that that would work every time, even if you choose a different number. Do you know that eating chocolate before studying or taking a test increases your chances of understanding and passing the grade or passing, mm-hmm. passing, passing with a high grade? No, I don't believe that's true. It's 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 a fun it's a, it's a WTF fun fact. <laughs> like a what the fuck? My man, I'm just saying what the fuck. Yes. What the fuck fun fact. It's, I mean, I am sure there's been some type of study done somewhere somewhere but if I eat by chocolate, other college students. Here's so. the thing, if I eat a lot of chocolate because I don't want to study, I'm just gonna shit my pants at the test. And I'm not gonna pass a test because I'm gonna spend the whole time in the Are in you the lactose intolerant? No, I just just it makes me shit. It's like coffee. For some reason. Like for real? That's a that's that's well, a sharing fun fact that sharing chocolate fun makes you shit. Sharing fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Large amounts of sugar make me shit. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I also. How do you function in America? Because so everything's saturated. Let in sugar. me say this. I should say this. Not large amounts of sugar. I have irritable irritable bowel, bowel syndrome. syndrome. IBS. So pretty much anything I eat in excess will make me. Is that why you're not immediate? A we won't go there. <laughs> this is Capri Dupree. <laughs> this is Sharon Cox. <laughs> and you're listening to Asswork. <laughs> Lip work. <laughs> oh gosh. We have a problem. We do have a problem, but have a we problem. look stunning. We do. No matter what the problem is, we always look flawless. Exactly. So you're going to talk about what you look like? Oh, you're gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> it took me forever Just to get in this dress. Well, it's very tight. Are those peplums? Oh, peplums? Which consider those peplums? Is, it, pepl- pe- is it peplum or peplum? peplum? I don't know. I think it's peplum. Peplum. You peplum. just put an extra F in it. I, hey, peplum. Hey, I'm Southern. And you're French. So that might, that might, that might, that might be, be a little bit of both. Peplum. Peplum. <laughs> yeah, peplums. Peplums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're really cute because I love them. They're unconventional. They're not. Well, I guess like they would. Peplums. They would be considered peplums because they fly. They flare out from your waist. Mm-hmm. Just the shape is different. Yeah, they're like it, a point. Yeah, kind of like um, it's like a, not tentacles because it's not long enough for tentacles. Well, but it's like a. It's just a square. Little point. peaks at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a full length gown. I love mm-hmm. it. Full fabric. Always wearing you look a full like, gown. It looks like a teapot. Like it's a my teapot. it's my spring color. Okay, purple. <laughs> Floral in Floral. spring. And How these, groundbreaking. Of course, these big pageant earrings. It's drag earrings. Okay. They're not pageant okay. earrings. Drag earrings are pageant earrings. Okay? <laughs> Every pair of earrings sorry, that a drag queen wears. I'm traumatized because... Every turn we turn in this podcast, you want to make me a pageant queen. But they are pageant earrings. Okay, sure. Pageant, pageant earrings on a non-pageant oh, queen. Pageant queens. And I love your hair. It's an updo. Updo, not pageant. With a swoop bang. Swoop. Swoop bang. Swoop. There it is. <laughs> and it's, I like your makeup, too. It's a rooted wide wig. 
I would have never gone that dark for my eye for this uh, for this look because it's so like light and pastel. Well, I'm glad it it's not on your face and it's on. But mine. it works. But it works. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you like my two sensible rings in my finger? <laughs> yes. <laughs> two sensible rings. Too I feel sensible. like you couldn't fit them on other fingers, so you just put them both. They're later, they're later rings, so I have to put them on my pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something before we go into your look. Uh-huh. I went, so I'm I'm trying to experiment more with my non-binary um, mm-hmm. expression, right? Yes. Outside of drag. Mm-hmm. And so I go to Target, and mm-hmm. I was like, I need to find something for this award ceremony that I was going to be at. And I had a uh, kilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it was it's a utility kilt, but it was black, so it don't matter. Utility kilt, kilts normally have like they're kind of like cargo pants for kilts. They have okay. big pockets on the side. Okay. While dressy kilts are not going to have those. So, right. but I was like, it's okay, it's fine. It's it's a semi formal event, so let me just wear my utility kilt. I haven't mm-hmm. worn a kilt mm-hmm. ever. This mm-hmm. is the first time, even though I worked at a Irish pub and bought it for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That you couldn't wear last year. Could, exactly. So so I know this is a crazy part. Mm-hmm. I bought it mm-hmm. so I could serve on St. Patrick's Day in 2020. Mm-hmm. And literally two days before our big St. Patrick's Day celebration, which on that yeah, restaurant. The whole fest and was happening yeah, that weekend. Yeah. Brennan's Irish Pub. Uh, rest in peace. Hopefully it'll come back. Um, we, we were getting ready. All the guys had mm-hmm. killed and we mm-hmm. were getting ready to do this. And then... It just got canceled because of the pandemic, right. the beginning of the pandemic. So I think it was like on the 14th that the that the uh, coronavirus started in the U.S. And around March. So by the 16th, yeah. when we had on that Saturday, yeah, it just got canceled. So I hadn't worn it. It was in the package still. Mm-hmm. So I put that on. I went to Target. Well, I didn't put it on to go to Target. You did. I, I wore my jeans. Um, but I went to Target <laughs> and I was I like, I can't jeans. find anything that's like non-binary in the boys. I also, let mm-hmm. me go to the girls section. And I found this beautiful black blouse. Mm-hmm. And all this like thin gold necklaces. Mm. And the theme was black and gold. So mm-hmm. perfect. Um, and I went to get these little rings. And I said, <laughs> multiple sizes. Okay. On a pack. Okay. And I was like, cute. One of these will fit my fat men maybe, fingers. Maybe. Um, they were all the same sizes. Mm-hmm. And they all fit midway in my pinky. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think I was in the Claire section. I'm not completely It's multiple sure. sizes for young people. <laughs> for young women. Yes. It's, yeah, it was quite disturbing. Uh, but I wore it and it was cute. Just halfway down your finger. Just my pinky. Not even my finger. Oh, halfway okay. down my pinky. Pinky. Either my hands are like Shrek's fingers. <laughs> or these rings were for Tinkerbell. I'm not completely you sure. You may snap blood out of my nose. Good. <laughs> no, that's not the purpose. Let's talk about how beautiful you look. Oh, thank you. Okay, so you're always known for hair. Thank you so much. Um, if you don't know Capri Dupree, shame on you. True. But she's known for hair that drags behind her. She can walk into a room and the hair still does not make it in the building. It's in the dressing room. It's amazing. <laughs> it's stupid. Um, a beautiful chain. Is that chain? Mm-hmm. Right? It's a beautiful chain bodysuit. Not yes. bodysuit, but like a... It's like a cocktail dress. Like mm-hmm. a cocktail dress almost gives you a little bit of like a... Flapper dress, but yeah, mm-hmm. but it's chain link. But it's chain link, mm-hmm. uh, heavy probably. Yes, Our no, it's shoulder. plastic. It's you, like you aluminum. Didn't, you didn't have to tell people. Okay. That. Well, they're not gonna be able to hear the shingle shingles <laughs> on the thing, so they're like, um, you have on a chain link dress, but I don't hear it. Um, so gorgeous blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Um, how many units is that? Um, that's all. It's like. The ha- it's just it's like different strands of bundles, so you know I have to put like a fabric overlay at the bottom at the mm-hmm, base of it all, mm-hmm. and then I put Weffin. the hair around it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's how you do it. Yes, because my hair my hair goes into a sleeve on the inside. So like by this hair being blonde, then the the sleeve that it goes into is like a. So you sew the hair into a fabric sleeve yeah. into like a giant do rag. Yes, pretty much. yes, yes. And there's a band that because I have a topper. Like the brilliant top. capri. Yes, there's a topper piece, and then there's like a part where all of my hair for goes your dreads. Yes. So it attaches to your dreads. For my locks, yeah. For your locks, mm-hmm. not dreads, locks. Um. Mm-hmm. Wow, I never thought. I thought you were just getting the longest ass braid in hair. You no, sometimes find. I buy like two or three wigs, and then I put them on my locks, and use the little the band that that locks uh-huh. it to block on the inside, and then pin it so you won't see my hair if I move around. Oh, okay. No, but the fabric thing is brilliant. That's yes. that's you're telling your secrets. Your it's okay. Your skin looks glowy like always. Thank you gold. So much. Um, and you have dewy. a very dewy makeup look. Red dewy. lips, very beautiful nude mm-hmm. eye. Nude. You're letting the costume and the hair speak for itself. Thank you so much. And those heels are gorgeous. They're complimentary. They're not a big deal. <gasps> like her eye makeup. You literally just talked shit <laughs> about my eye makeup. And that's all he was like. He says about um, my heels. Not re- I mean, they're not making a statement, but they compliment it's the outfit. Okay. The statement piece is the hair. Yeah, yeah. That's the fine. hair is taller than you. Yes, it, yes. It, it wraps around the, the table. Floor. Yes. Yeah. Can't help it. Well, you look gorgeous. Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Uh, okay. That's how Google Translate sounds like when you when <laughs> really? you when you change it to Spanish mm-hmm. and you want it to like it adds it. all those extra R's. Rapunzel. <laughs> Rapunzel to the Have left. you seen those TikToks of the guy who translates one word into like, so English, he puts out a word in English and then he translates it to French and mm-hmm. he says it. Mm-hmm. Then he translates it to Spanish and he says it. Yeah. Then he translates it to Italian and then he says it. And then he translates it to like German. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> and he goes, ah! <laughs> it's hilarious. You have to submit to me. I do. I don't have to Why did he to get me. scared? Because they yelled at him because Google Translate it was only saying what the But it's the thing is. is like, I think it like in Google Translate, they the when when they recorded the words, they mm-hmm. try to make it as like authentic, authentic as possible. It's fine. And so the German guy sounds like he's like literally yelling. It could be I love you, but it's like, <laughs> and the guy was like, ah! <laughs> and he drops everything he's doing. It's it really funny. It's okay. So I want to tell people that Capri is a great friend. Maybe. Capri surprised me today at the recording with Maybe. my favorite cake. Maybe. Maybe. What cake is that, you may say? This is a carrot cake. Carrot cake. I can go so wet for <laughs> carrot cake. You can go so wet? So wet. <laughs> what? Because I don't like to say the N word. So I have to find another way to say. <laughs> Wait a minute. I you am, like to say the N word? M. Not oh, the N word. I oh didn't understand. God. Enunciation is a thing. The M. 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 Moist. 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 I am trying to get better or not. Gagging at that word. Oh, it smells so good. Yes. Open so yours. Capri has never. I've never had carrot cake ever. And. And we're about to pop her cherry. We're about to pop her carrot. Don't pop my carrot. Ooh, don't pop my carrot. Um, cheese, but the aroma is crazy. cream icing. I'm glad you know what this is because I don't. Yeah. Cheese cream, cheese cream I'm not icing. a chef like you are. Um, oh, the smell. Um, it walks and in your it's face. got carrot. It's got cinnamon in it. Okay. Some carrot cakes put coconut in it, which I really do like. Okay, coconut shavings. Like coconut. But I, don't I do like coconut. I don't like coconut shavings. I don't think this one will have it. Okay. Some people will put walnuts in it. Some people will okay. put raisins in it. I like legumes. But I think this is a very simple. It's not going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I want to I see you try it first. Okay. I'm going to try the cake. I know this is. It was such a big moist cake. <laughs> 
Oh, I do taste the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's a very holiday-like cake. It's very, it's very um, M word. It's very hydrated. Yes, it's very hydrated. Yes. Mm, it does have nuts in it. Mm-hmm. It has nuts in it. ASMR. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> I, could, I could eat this at a at a wedding. It wouldn't be an issue if I had it at a wedding. So you won't buy it when you see it? Like, oh, curry cake, let me get one. No, because it's not my first cake I go to. Red Velvet is the one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sound like I, I'm a good friend, and I know this, but I asked her before we started the She recorder. did. It's okay. I was going to let you just keep it. But like, normally, like, if I'm at a wedding, it would be... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you got so excited. No, the center is hollow. Oh, is so it? it's it's a bunk cake. Nothing, it's a bunk cake. So it's nothing but icing in the middle. Oh, that's fattening. That is fattening. So if you want to eat it, start digging in the middle too. <laughs> so we're putting it down now. Because we're, we yeah. are two fat bitches, if you don't know. Two fat bitches. And we will sit here and eat. Not, and T-W- just... not T-W-O. T-O-O mm-hmm. fat bitch. <laughs> oh, uh, fat. I'm, I'm an F-A-T Fat bitch. That's okay. I'm a fat, fat bitch. <laughs> I gotta drink some water because it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm one of... Okay. So if I were... I don't know how to put that without making it... <laughs> with not being politically correct. I mean... I'm the one who Since, has to be careful. No, no, <laughs> no, everyone has to be, I believe. So by me being a fat person... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm one of those fat people that are fat because i eat not because of a issue that's not unpolitically correct you're just I describing just, yourself i just made it back i I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured it out of my head you figure it out how to yes. say it i figured out how to um, say it yeah same thing so and i go through spouts of um mental illness mm-hmm. where i'm trying to like no i shouldn't eat as much like mm-hmm. i can help it mm-hmm. right i can help it mm-hmm. but i'm a foodie mm-hmm. i love to eat and i love to cook and I think that's that's a dangerous combination I love for to me. Eat and I don't know how to cook. But see, with that, <laughs> if you don't know how to cook and you don't want to spend money, you just don't eat. Well, that's true. But see, what it says, I don't know how to cook. I'm always eating out, and then sometimes true. I like I get off work late, so then only that's open that is fast food. That's just, yeah, that's just there. It's fast food, which is bad. But if I know how to cook, I can get my food and just come home and cook but that's a drag queen problem though because Ooh. we leave we leave this box really True. late and the only things that are open is mcdonald's taco bell and arby's crystals maybe white castle crystals cookout wendy's doesn't cookout. anymore wednesday close wednesday wednesday <laughs> wednesday when wendy's closes at 12 now we don't support that place wendy's yeah we don't support mcdonald's either no no we well, do support mcdonald's mcdonald's supported donald no they didn't they found it was a lie wendy supported donald oh <gasps> really yes. why didn't you tell me this wendy's. yeah they both did oh well chick-fil-a i mean I'm and i stopped going there because you know there's three strikes because black yeah. gay and yeah yeah they were they were sending money to um so it's weird the way that the chain of chick-fil-a mm-hmm. works and alleged i'm gonna say allegedly not because i'm defending them but i'm gonna say allegedly because i don't know the exact Mm-hmm. chain of bigotry right mm-hmm. so they donate money to a national christian organization here in the mm-hmm. united states then that national christian organization donates money to other countries christian organizations mm-hmm. and they just happen to fund a christian organization in uganda who had a um a program called kill the gays yeah literally called kill the gays horrible and so when they were that's a big problem when in they uganda were, too yeah when they were asked mm-hmm. why are you funding kill the gays their answer was, we're not. 
we're not funding it. We're giving them money and they decide what to do with that money. And I was like, oh, girl, bye. Yeah. That's how you know you're dealing with Republicans. They There's nothing gayer than Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Everybody that works there. Not everybody that works there. I'm out and I'm out and have them. <laughs> Half of their, their staff. But every time you may pleasure. Um <laughs> and then not well, only they, that. it's because of the customer service is so well. Gay like business classes yeah. teaches customer service and they use that as, as an example. And then not only that, but there's mm-hmm. and this is just funny. There's nothing gayer than a piece of hmm? what's a chicken? A cock, right? A young <laughs> cock. There's nothing gayer than a piece of cock between two buns. <laughs> you're stupid Sharon Cox (laughs) so the topic of the episode is mental mental health health. yes and we've talked about all these different intersectionalities I guess within society so like what do you think when you hear the word mental health what does that ring Um, so for somebody who I mean uh, here's the thing I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this saying whatever I whatever we say Mm -hmm. here today it's not to um, downplay anybody else's mental health. Oh, true. Definitely. Um, we're talking about our own experiences. We would hope that people understand that. Correct. We're coming from a lighthearted place. Correct. Correct. But um, also, we're going to be place. talking about our experiences. And mm-hmm. because I say I have this or I'm going through this, I'm not saying I'm the only one who goes through this. I think 2020 and mm-hmm. 2021 so far has shown us that we are all going through shitty times. True. And anything can trigger a trauma true and put us into a unhealthy mental health state true to me mental health is positive and negative because it's a blanket statement Mm -hmm. um mental health can be positive if you are taking care of it right um but mental health can also be very negative if you are ignoring it and or you don't have a support system that is exactly true um mental health can be actually um brought by many things right true you said mental health can be? Um, no, sorry. Mental health disorders or mental health... Um, Just issues. Issues, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can be brought by many things. You mm-hmm. know, trauma, eating mm-hmm. disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, past. Ex- past, Present, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. Future. Um, and so I think I actually... Um, that's one of the biggest things for me. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I want to work towards in my life. And to be able to... Um, make available for our community because i think mm-hmm. that as an lgbt lgbtqia community we do not have the um there are resources out there mm-hmm. but i think because of our past trauma there mm-hmm. is an there's a stigma about going to see somebody and talk about your problems mm-hmm. um but i have some stats um one of the things that people always tie in with mm-hmm. um mental health suicide and we'll talk a little bit about suicide mm-hmm. Because I would like to talk about my own experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but suicide is the second leading cause death among young people in the LGBT community between 10 mm-hmm. years old and 24 years old. Okay. I'm 33, but that don't mean it don't affect me. It doesn't mean that. <laughs> um, LGBTQIA youth seriously um, contemplate suicide almost three times mm-hmm. the rate of a heterosexual youth. So, I mean, if you go to Trevor, the Trevor Project, um, you will find all these different stats. They're an amazing tool to kind of, oops, sorry, to kind of, um, <laughs> I'm hitting things, to kind of understand. And it didn't pick it up at all. I know, I know. I always do that. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I have to do that for my fans. For my fans. Uh, it's a great tool to kind of get an idea of what's going on in your community, right? Mm-hmm. I think that whether you're an activist or not, mm-hmm. as part of a minority group that is 
being attacked by your government or by your local government or by anybody, family members, or even your own people. I think it's important for us to know where our community stands and what we can do to help it. Um, There's some other um, websites. I have many um, Mm -hmm. things right here, but I also have, oh no, oh no, oh no. I have the CDC. The CDC has some really good stats in here. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe I can go back to it. Maybe not. Anyhow, I'm going to talk with my own experiences. Um, But before I do that, what is mental health to you? And um, yeah, tell me what your thoughts are. Mental health, I believe, is something that's very, very important. Uh, I feel like as a person that grew up in the South and Black, um, in our community, it's not really... uh, uh, it's not like on the forefront of the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, of course, you can trace that back to as far as you want to go back. Correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's more so like either pray about it or you've taught, you've been taught mm. to muscle through it. Yeah. And that's just how it is in the, on this side. But I feel like coming to find out what mental health is, it's something that does need to go something that does not need to go unnoticed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we have to take care of that part of ourselves. Correct. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it comes from an acceptance okay. place. Um, knowing that I'm broken means I'm not accepted. Okay. That's, that's a mentality, right? I'm not saying mm-hmm. that's the right mm-hmm. thinking, but that's just a mentality that many of us go through. Mm-hmm. And from childhood, mm-hmm. You always think, well, I'm not accepted by my family. Mm-hmm. I cannot be who I am. I'm broken. There's something wrong about me. Mm-hmm. So you try to change everything that you can. Once you come to terms with who you are and you come out of the closet, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You then now are not the poster child for the LGBT community. So now there's something else that's broken with you because right. then now your trauma is following you. Mm-hmm. I think that that is something that I think about every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe my issue with trying to get everybody to accept me, even those who don't have my best interests, you and mm-hmm. I have talked about this, yeah. um, and trying to find, um, acceptance and validity from people who I don't need to be looking who for. Who doesn't, who don't mean you any. Correct. Correct. Benefit or nothing. Or, or harm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that as a community we need to be aware of is the rate that our LGBTQIA People, because it's yes. not. I mean, it's mo- most importantly, the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, but our, our, you know, I'm 33, and I've been struggling with this for my entire life. Okay. Um, but something that the, you know, but the listeners mm-hmm. don't know, and uh, it's that um, in the past three years, mm-hmm. I've attempted to commit suicide mm-hmm. several times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things where now I'm comfortable with saying it out loud, but. I have not, I've had help in mm-hmm. and out. Like, it's like, I get help here. Mm-hmm. I get somebody to listen to me. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of stop going. And then I find somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then I stop going, which is not healthy. You should find one and stick to one. Because sure. they are, they're going to help you. Therapist, right? therapist, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that, uh, I don't know how to put it. It's, um, you feel like you're not enough. Mm-hmm. And you feel like it doesn't matter what you do, mm-hmm. how you do it, or mm-hmm. how much you do it, mm-hmm. that um, those same feelings you had when you were a kid, if I'm not enough, I'm broken, mm-hmm. come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also a victim of um, AS, 
Okay. No, SA. Sorry, I said that backwards. Uh, sexual assault. Okay. Um, and that added to yes. now being in the in the in a group of people who are all mm-hmm. hurting, right? Mm-hmm. Hurt people, hurt people. Um, adding that plus everything, you know, minute situations that might happen here and there mm-hmm. make everything seem so much worse. Um, I'm here to, if you are listening and you have gone through this, I'm here to tell you that your story is not over. Sure. Um, find some help. Start with your friends and family. Start with people who care, mm-hmm. who you know care. Um, one of the things that surprised me the most was, was my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, for my birthday, mm-hmm. I um, so after my third attempt, um, my husband and my group of friends have been super, super, super supportive of me, and mm-hmm. um, my husband actually saved me both uh, three all three times. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my friend Mambo mm-hmm. created. Uh, she's a tattoo artist, and she made a tattoo mm-hmm. on my arm, which is a semicolon, which means my story's not over. Um, and I covered it every time I went to my parents. I either had a watch <laughs> or a bracelet or a, long a bandana, a long sleeve, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And for my birthday, I said for my 33rd birthday i was like no like why am i hiding this this Mm -hmm. is something my parents should know about and i kind of kind of want to wedge what you know the Mm -hmm. situation and see wait not wedge wait the situation and see what what they think Mm -hmm. um so i told my mom mom i'm taking the power of my birthday Mm -hmm. i'm alive one more year to tell you something and i showed it to her and of course she cried and and she said sam nothing (laughs) I just gave my my real name. <laughs> they already knew that. <laughs> Sam, um, nothing you ever you can ever do mm-hmm. will make me feel any different about you. Mm-hmm. You're important. You were important from birth. You were important to me when you came out. Mm-hmm. You're important to me no matter what. Mm-hmm. And to hear that from somebody who in a way has turned her back, not completely, mm-hmm. um, to my husband and to my life and doesn't mm-hmm. want to talk about it. Um, was powerful okay. and uh, in a in a way therapeutical. Mm-hmm. Therapeutical. I don't know if that's a word. Therapeutic. 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 Therapeutical. Mm-hmm. By Sharon Cox. That's my new book. That means that you have mental health in your cuticle. <laughs> yes. Not in your cuticle. Yes. Cuticle. Mental health. <laughs> therapeutical. Therapeutical. Uh, by Sharon Cox. By Sharon. Uh, but yeah, so I think one of those things, and, and not to make it too serious, but mm-hmm. I think that, you know, in loop work, we talk about very fun stuff, but mm-hmm. we also talk about very important things. True. And um, I feel like it's important for for us to talk about one of the major killers in our society and in our group, which is mental illness. True. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, uh, when it comes to, I think this is a mental health, if I would pivot to where it's like for mental, not mental, uh, it's for millennials, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, of course, I think I've said several times before that I feel like I'm an empath. And I do believe that when it comes to the millennials or people that are like just under the age of like 25 or mm-hmm. the age of 20, this thing that's happening, I don't know what it is or if there's some studies done by it. It's just something that I've noticed that it's like uh, there's a lot of things that's just not enough, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mentally that's not healthy, if that makes sense. Correct. It's like when they go, like when you just meet them or you just go and talk to them or they're in these spaces. And we, it's like everyone needs attention. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs, like no one feels like they're enough. 
Won't you think that in a way that's mm-hmm. kind of like a vicious cycle that we created? So I, I, I when you say we, we as in like the generation before. Okay. Um, I I sat and started thinking about mm-hmm. how we always say that the next generation is this and that. In my time, well, they've been saying that for years. Correct. Every so in every every generation, yeah. right? And then I started thinking, mm-hmm. um, the generation before the boomers. Mm-hmm. What was that? I do not know. The boomers like in the 30s, 40s? Okay, so no, the boomers. I think. I don't. The, the boomers had to work really hard for everything that they had. And they yes. went through very, and this is just globally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like not just during like Hoover area, era or anything mm-hmm. like that. I'm just A southern about, like, term would be called to get it out of the mud. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so they had to fight for everything. So mm-hmm. when they started having children, mm-hmm. they instated, you have to work. Work hard. For what you have, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so then the generation after that mm-hmm. taught them because they worked so hard and they broke their backs mm-hmm. working because their parents said, you have to work. That's what you have to do. True. Then they told their children, you're enough. Mm-hmm. You should get what you deserve. True. And then we felt like. This was in the 60s, 70s? No, that 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 moves into our generation. Yeah, the 60s and 70s, like our parents were yeah. telling us. Ask for what you deserve, what you, what, what you, like, if you work, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, work and shut up and, and get mm-hmm. your money. Mm-hmm. This was more of like a, if you, if you work for it, deserve it and ask for it. Ask for a race. Ask yeah. for equal rights. Mm-hmm. Ask for this, which is not like bad. Fight for it. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. And so then our generation turned around and said, well, it's, you know, we, we ask for everything. It's not enough. Like, continue, like reaching for more like mm-hmm. get the attention get this get that because you know what i mean like i don't know i feel like mm-hmm. in a way we continue to create that we talked about this at the panel for take mm-hmm. generational curse mm-hmm. where we don't sit and say okay should we be telling our next generation what we didn't what we didn't get mm-hmm. or should we teach them what we did and then let them experience what they need to experience in their own terms. Yeah, I, I feel, don't know. I feel like we're at a, at a time to where it's like you can't you can't keep pointing fingers back at people that were there before you. Correct. And say, well, you should have done this because this would have been done now. Mm-hmm. And you can't also negate the fact that the work that was done then have you are able to do what you do now because mm-hmm. of the work that's been done, but you're still not satisfied with just that. Like it's almost like um, when it comes to generation after generation. Uh, if you would think of it like a track meet. A track meet? That sounds like a gay dating app. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so like when you run track and they have the baton that you have to pass to the next person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, you have to pick like up the pieces and keep going. You have mm-hmm. to be responsible for your community. Mm-hmm. Like whether you want to just be responsible for just your community, like people that look like you, people that behave like you, uh, and Ooh. just make sure that yeah the people know the knowledge and keep it moving yeah, yeah, forward. Yeah. Like, because you're not going to be there forever. Like, also with that same panel you're talking about, um, more conversations started from that, like sidebar conversations. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that we were talking about is like um, gay black cl- clubs. Mm-hmm. So if you're not from Birmingham, this is always a discussion. They, we constantly hear we always com- we always compare Birmingham to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's always that's just that's the cousin of Birmingham, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that is because everything that Atlanta has was offered to Birmingham first, but the people that were in power said no mm-hmm. and it went over to atlanta then and did six no. that's when the olympics came and atlanta has boomed ever since then mm-hmm. um yeah because like um mm-hmm. 80s and like like in the 80s birmingham was the it it is the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah it was the yeah. it was still is 
it in some aspects, but, but especially Atlanta in drag, just especially it. in drag and oh, gay yeah. culture. Like, there's a lot of people that came through Birmingham. Yeah, a lot of people, including RuPaul, people who are famous. Yeah, yes. yeah, people who are famous now. Um, so, but if you don't know that, then how can if the generation before you hasn't told you that information Correct. or knowledge? Yeah, they can't pass and keep it going forward. And it's like you, we compare everything to Atlantis and the other one, the black community from the same panel, trying to bring it back to that. Um, we were saying, well, like the younger generation now is saying, well, y- y'all didn't do this for us and you didn't teach us this and we don't have a club now because of this, that, and the other. And I said, we do have a club, but not the way that you see it as. But right now at that, at the, at that panel discussion, the community panel mm-hmm. discussion that, y'all, that we all were at, there wasn't many people in the room. Like there Correct. were people there, but it wasn't enough people in the room. Well, I said it when we were talking. I said there's yeah. a lot of people who should be here should listening be, that are this, not that here. are not here. But right. since you're here, let me tell you. <laughs> right. And then you have to be responsible for that. And yeah. the people that are doing things in the community, they're only doing it for self, which is another problem. Uh-huh. They only want to have a financial gain for stuff. And then that look they're not putting money back into the community Correct. for longevity. Yeah. yeah. Which is and and, and yeah. it's also with the metaphor of Give a man a fish and you feed them, mm-hmm. teach a man to fish you feed and you'll feed them for life. Right. So it's just one of those things where are we willing to just tell them what it was mm-hmm. or are we give them the tool or we're going to give them the tools to for them to be able to learn how to do it in their way? Well, I think those are two succeed. different people. There's a people that says, well, I'll tell you how it was and I'll tell you what I did through all of that mm-hmm. because I want the gratification that you know that it was me. Mm-hmm. And you have other people that just do it and you never know who they were. They just done it. And then there's some middle people who are like, well, there's nothing we can't do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Or people that just don't, they just show up and like, well, we'll support by coming and we'll just give money at the door and come in and leave. Yeah. Because everyone's not called to leadership. And and that's, and that's part of that generation, generational curse Mm -hmm. and trying to break that generational curse. And Mm -hmm. I think that with mental illness, that happens a lot as well. Because some people, I don't don't think they believe in themselves. Correct. They don't believe in themselves, but it also has a lot to, to do with what were you thought thought taught <laughs> taught mm-hmm. as a you're, child. A, you're a thought i am a thought that hoe over there <laughs> um but yeah so like it's, it's it's what you were taught like for me i grew up in a baptist mm-hmm. southern baptist hispanic home, <laughs> home. so and, and i put the emphasis on those things because it wasn't it was not it wasn't just hispanic mm-hmm um mainly hispanics are catholic mm-hmm. but i was in a southern baptist in, in, in a in a in an americanized southern baptist okay home unit okay so strict upon strict upon strict we're not allowed to listen to what my dad called mundane music okay so like beyonce was mundane secular shakir was mundane secular yeah mm-hmm. um uh, my dad loved to say the word mundane <laughs> because it's from the world el mundo uh telemundo <laughs> Uh, but but yeah so uh we were not allowed to listen to secular music we're not allowed to dance mm-hmm. we're not allowed to drink mm-hmm. um so smoke none of that could you play cards we could play rummy oh. oh okay no so let me tell you this my my mom's side of the family a lot more fun a lot more like loose mm-hmm. um and so they played rummy every time we went to my mom's house okay. and my dad did not like it because i was playing cards my dad was a pastor, so my dad okay. was like, "No, this is not okay." And my mom was like, "Eh, this is a family you can't tradition. Take you can stay out there, heathen house." <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it, it's it. I think that all the things I was I was being told, mm-hmm. right, as a gay boy, as a gay kid, mm-hmm. I was I was being told Sunday by Sunday, "You're going to burn in hell." Oh, 
And because you're gay, because you're given onto these desires, mm -hmm. you're going to spend eternity with the devil. I mean, hello, devil daddy. Why not? But <laughs> call me when I you remember. Want. Call me when you need. Call me in the morning. Call me on the way. Don't know the words. I, I want to tell her to buy I want to tell her to buy They're not going to hear that. <laughs> if I do it with my voice, I can. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it's not going around the car though. It's still from one side to the next. <laughs> but um, I remember being uh, nine years old mm -hmm. and struggling with this daily. Mm -hmm. And I was taking a shower, and those were the only moments where I could be like private because mm -hmm. we didn't have any privacy in our house. Like doors were open, bedroom doors were open, unless you're changing, of course. Mm -hmm. But like we were not allowed to just close our door and just spend an afternoon in our bedroom we had to Can leave our door open. Like a shower in the bathrooms in the bathrooms we okay. could but it's like our bedrooms it was an open door policy at mm -hmm. all times um but that's how the, it was in my house but the bathroom no door closed yeah no door closed no, and you mom can change can, clothes and you're you have to go in the bathroom and change clothes oh uh, okay okay like you no. can just close it just we could close it we could close the door of our bat of our of our bedroom if we needed we to could change not. clothes but we had to open it back again we could not but my, my mom, mom always was shooting my mom could she was go like, y'all up there making a bomb. Like, <laughs> you could, my mom could go in at our bedroom without knocking. My dad could do the same thing. Mm -hmm. they, this is my house. I do what I want kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So my bathroom time was my time to be by myself. Mm -hmm. And so when I was taking showers, I remember hitting myself mm -hmm. in places where my parents would not see it. Because hitting? Hitting, mm -hmm. like punching myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I ended up bruising one of my ribs. Mm -hmm. And I had to tell my parents that I fell off my bike. Mm -hmm. But in reality, I was hitting me. I was mm -hmm. hitting myself in the shower because mm -hmm. as long as the shower is running, they're not going to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was doing that because I was hearing my dad from the pulpit every Sunday mm -hmm. talk in general terms about homosexuality. Mm -hmm. But I, w I was internalizing them because he, I felt like he was talking directly to me. Mm -hmm. And so... At some point, I feel like sometimes when I'm in a difficult situation now, mm -hmm. I react in that manner. And I mm -hmm. and I take what my dad, the hatred my dad was putting in me without him knowing. I don't think my dad is an evil man. It's just mm -hmm. he didn't know. So he was talking, you know, he was being a minister or whatever, mm -hmm. which I mean, that has an underline there. If you're <laughs> if you're a Christ follower, you should not hate people. But anyhow. I've taken that mm -hmm. and I've bottled that up and then I take it out on other people for completely unrelated, unrelatable situations. Mm -hmm. I might be mad arguing with somebody and I feel that same rage. So when do we break that generational curse? But I feel like I can't do it alone and I have to find help and I find to have to, I have to find somebody to break mm -hmm. that wall for me mm -hmm. so that I can break that generational curse because mm -hmm. I feel like I continue to. If I had kids, that would be like, you know what I mean? Like, what would I be doing to my kids mm -hmm. if, if if I'm internalizing everything that I went through? True. And then add on to that, me being sexually abused by a family member mm -hmm. continuously. Mm -hmm. And then not my father. Continuously. Not my mother either. Uh, continuously until I was about 27 when mm -hmm. I came out and told my parents, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And then they got it out of me that I was sexually abused because, of mm -hmm. course, he had to find a, an ex, a reason why I was gay. But mm -hmm. I was like, this has nothing to do with this. But mm -hmm. if you are, if you're asking, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. 
And so from when I was, you know, six mm -hmm. until I was 23, mm -hmm. I carried all that negative information in me. Mm -hmm. And so I sit there and I think about all these other people who have similar situations mm -hmm. or have been kicked out of their homes. Mm -hmm. Teens are homeless. Mm -hmm. uh, people who have given into drugs because of homelessness, because of their situation. Mm -hmm. um, people who had to like steal to be able to feed mm -hmm. themselves, survival. right? Mm -hmm. For survival. And I'm like, I've never had to do any of those things. I've never been homeless. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't even imagine what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And some of these people are homeless because of their yeah. sexual expression yeah. and sexual same, orientation. Same situations. Correct. So I mm -hmm. think that one of the main things is find the resources in your area mm -hmm. and get the help that you deserve. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that everybody deserves a chance to to break that generational mm -hmm. curse. That's drag drop too. I guess. I mm -hmm. guess. I guess this conversation is as a full on drag dropping. But <laughs> true. But it, I, I think. I want everybody to know that they're special and that they're not. Oh God, I didn't want to cry in this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I want I want everybody to know that their life is important mm -hmm. and that I didn't see that in me mm -hmm. until my group, including you, mm -hmm. made me see that. And mm -hmm. um, and there's something that's dark. I mean, I think that once you are a victim of or not a victim but when you're a survivor of um suicide mm -hmm. you never stop being a victim mm -hmm. of suicide thoughts i mm -hmm. think that it always goes through your head true but getting a good support system mm -hmm. and getting the help because mm -hmm. your friends can listen to you but they can't there, there's going to be a point where they can't help you anymore you have to find a therapist. You have to find someone who has the tools, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah. Okay. That's my drag dropping. Well, know that I love you. I love you too. And that you're loved by I many. I know you too. And don't give negative too much energy. Bitch, it's bitch is hard. It's very hard. It is hard. I need to, I need to drain something. But hey, I'm proud that I stopped the crime because you stopped until, the crime. The crime, the crime. I stopped the crime, police. The crying, uh, <laughs> crying um, enunciation. Until about <laughs> until about six months ago, mm -hmm. I couldn't talk about this without completely breaking down. Mm -hmm. And um, and I remember something that my husband told me the last time he found me at home, mm -hmm. trying to hurt myself. He said, "If you don't want to think of anybody else, think mm -hmm. of me." Mm -hmm. And to just think that I could hurt him. Mm -hmm. And that I could cause him mental health illness mm -hmm. because of my actions. Mm -hmm. um, put me in a spot where I was like, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. We have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, I was at the awards ceremony and we were talking about mental health. And I was on the podium and I was doing the final toast. Mm -hmm. And I talked about mental health. And I started about to cry. And every time when I feel like I'm about to cry, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to stop crying. This is going to be like a couple hours. <laughs> this is going to be like, I'm leaving here. Whip. I'm going home and I'm going to cry for another two hours. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. Mm -hmm. So I think that you get to a point where, where it's just like, okay, I either sink or swim. Mm -hmm. um, and I've sinked a lot. So it's time to swim. That's it. That's how it has to be.
That Sharon drinking aqua. I'm swimming. Uh, no, you you're sipping the water that you were trying to drown in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to stand. Mind you, it's only two I'm, feet. I'm of water. drowning. I'm drowning in a bottle of water. And she's drowning in a two foot pool. In a um, <laughs> eight ounce miniature <laughs> bottle of purified uh, water. Purified water. Yes, you renewed. Um. So yeah, I think that's my drag dropping. My drag dropping is good. Help know that you're know that you're loved. Know that you are. Um, important and that your story's not over and i mirror that cop out it's not cop this nuts bitch <laughs> not a cop out <laughs> it's just the truth. we need to uh, okay so let us know hmm? if you're listening let us know hmm? if you would like for us to come out with merch <laughs> i think one of our shirts said should say <laughs> no cop no. this nuts bitch i'm not joking. that is from no. our <laughs> I don't know what episode there was. Inspiration. See, I there was I inspiration to, episode. Yes, yes. Because and I, I say cop these nuts, bitch. <laughs> because I said, what do you find inspiration in? And after I gave you specific inspirations in my life, you said, I find inspiration on everything. And you said, yes. And I said, you cop out. And you said, cop this nut, bitch. <laughs> and, we lied for, and we laughed for a minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the truth. That came from the heart. Miss Samuel Brown Jackson. You better cop this now. Miss Samuel Brown Jackson. Are you eating the nuts now? These stale ass nuts. They've been there since March. You're stupid. I wonder how those nuts are doing on that desk. This has been Sharon Cox. This has been Capri Dupree. And we have a table full of nuts for people with mental health issues. If you have mental health issues, <laughs> Ms. please, please come to Ms. Tamla Brown Jackson's office. She has these after-school sessions. She'll, listen, she'll listen to you. She'll <laughs> talk to you. She's a therapist. And she has she, she has, has pistachio nuts. nuts she's got pistachios. She's got walnut. <laughs> she's got pepitas. She got pecans or pe- pecan. Have you ever had pepitas? <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o. No, pe- pepitas. It's a Mexican seed, but it's kind of like a nut. It tastes like a nut. Horchata. It's green. Kind of looks like pistachio. Pistachio. <laughs> pistachio. No, I've never seen um, that. Yeah, walnuts. Okay. <laughs> walnuts. Uh, macad- oh, macadamia. They're big. They're big and white beach. Big old nuts. Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> I have not. Not. <laughs>